Hey, I'm Ben Bennell. And I'm Kevin Cooper. We're lifelong friends, economic enthusiasts, and data junkies. We have regular conversations about the job market, the economy, and the data that gives us insight into the current trends. So whether you own a business, you're a job seeker, or you just want to intelligently join the conversation around the table, there's something here for you. Welcome to the Jobology Brothers podcast. Dude, it's like, it was, well, it's 72 here now, but it was like in the 60s. We, uh, it was bad this morning. We got, we were soaked just going from the truck into the gym uh, at jujitsu, And now it's sunny and like, there's not a cloud in the sky. We're warm. We're it was like, when I was, out, I was out doing the, I had to put some air in the tires because it's getting so cold around here. It was like 48 degrees. I was, I hit the Peloton this morning. It was like 48 degrees when I went outside and I was covered in sweat. It was all bad. <laughs> Man, yeah, you guys don't yeah. get that. That's kind of normal here this time of year. Dude, I could see my mm, breath. Normal, but I could see my yeah, breath. That's not good. No. Yeah, you think you move to a certain point south, and like that's just not going to be a thing anymore. That is not the case. I think but I've had to like like scrape off my windshield two or three times since we've lived here. Never had to do that. Yeah, I've had to do it. A couple well, times. I guess there's been times that I needed to do it, but I don't have. You don't have a scraper here. Like that, you got to use a credit card. card. You got to use a credit card. You I'm not going to break my credit card. Jump. Well, it's, you don't. What do you think you're doing? You holding your hand, you just kind of move it down. It's not like it's not a glacier on your no. windshield. It's just some frost. Just pre preheat and let it melt. Yeah, but sometimes I don't know it's going to be a problem until I get in the car. You don't. Like if it's that cold, you're not starting your truck like before you get out there. Sometimes. Mine has a 10 minute max. And if it's cold, I look at the clock like when I know I'm like nine minutes before I have to leave and I start that thing. No. no, no. Not messing around, man. Especially we have the kids with me. I realized it was rough this week because I'm like, I don't own a jacket or anything. And I'm not going to wear like a suit jacket while I'm driving in the car. So you just kind of got to eat it. I just wear hoodies everywhere. Hoodies look stupid with suit pants and a dress shirt, man. Why are you wearing suit pants? Because I, I work. I work too. Want to jump in, man? This report was like it didn't seem real. Well, and especially especially following up, I texted you. I think it was Wednesday when ADP came out, and they were like one hundred seven. Right, real. And so the it was more reinforcement months. that it was going to hit like expectations, which. You know, the Dow Jones and expert expectations were all like in the 180s. Yep, 185 was Dow Jones. And so it literally almost did twice that at 353. And then revisions to December were big, 117 positive. So that's a total for December of 333, which makes... It was, a, it was an upward revision to November too, but it was small. It was like 7,000 yeah. or something or 9,000. Yeah, it was small. It made the rolling average just over the last three months, 290,000 jobs on average per month. Well, and prior to That's, that, it had been like in the high 100s. Like it really jumped the three-month average. Which, yes. and I think between, but before before this month, the, the revisions previously had all been kind of downward revisions. This is the first time we've seen upward revisions in a while. There had been a few. So I actually went back and looked at that. That was like a statistic I had. So in 2023, 12 months, 
all months were revised. All the months are always revised, but nine of them were revised up. Only three of them were revised down. Oh, really? Okay. So there's been more. Because I felt like you did. I was like, man, I felt like there was yeah, a lot of Yeah, I thought it'd be mostly downward. Okay. No, man. Most of them were up. There were nine that were up. Um, and I also thought another kind of interesting number. So 290 is a three-month rolling average for new jobs per month. That's more than the average for all of 2023. 2023 averaged 254. Really? So, yeah, like we're trending up, not down. And it felt like more. It felt like 23 was more of a subdued job market than 2022 was. It definitely was. So the average in 2022 per month was uh, 377. So 22, 377, 23, 254. Just okay. the last three months, November, December of 2023 okay. and January 24, yeah, ratcheted back up. But then you compare that back to pre-pandemic numbers. So 2019 is the last full year before the pandemic. The average was 165. And so we're still like way above that. And that was a, for all intents and purposes, 2019 was a hot job market. Yeah, the economy was humming. Yeah. And if you look at the report just for last month by itself, I guess, like it was widespread. Like sometimes there's like one sector, two sectors where it's like, these two had big gains. The rest of them were flat or maybe some yeah. negative ones. It was just across the board. Everything was up except oil and gas. And oil and gas was barely down. It was down like 5,000 jobs. But it was, if you look at oil and gas over 12 months, there's no real net change, positive or negative. So well, that's, everything's and that's it's, it's interesting you brought that up. It's one of the things I was really encouraged about when I was looking at it, which is this thing called the diffusion index. So the Bureau of Labor Statistics does this thing called the diffusion index. And what they want to look at is the percentage of industries that are at, that are adding jobs. And so if you're above 50 in that index, more than half the industries are average, you're adding jobs. If you're below 50, less than half the industries are averaging or adding jobs. What are we at? In January, the index was 65.6. It was up from December, which was 64 in December. And then in November, it was 52.4. So you're seeing so, this index yeah. really grow in the diffusion. And I was really encouraged for a while there. Manufacturing had seen kind of in the 40s. But as of January, we were back to a three-month average of 50 in manufacturing. So you're seeing a lot of industries growing, which I think is really positive for the economy. Particularly the last few months, we've seen this, I don't know, sort of undercurrent sentiment of, oh, it's just it's a few industries adding jobs, particularly government. And then maybe healthcare that are really carrying this. So it was really encouraging for me to see, to your point, the index grow in diffusion. And particularly for manufacturing to get back to that 50% level was really encouraging. Yeah, and manufacturing added jobs in, in January. It's it's it, that goes to speak with ex or, or supports exactly what I was saying about like it's we're not cooling now, we're not level, like it's actually if you look at the averages over the last 12 months, we're speeding up now, which is yeah. wild. Just just three months. I mean, three months is, I don't know if that's enough to make a trend, but compared to the last 12, it's these last three months have been pretty, uh, pretty, pretty positive. Yeah. Well, with the kind of the eye popping jobs, number two, something I was looking at, we've talked about here before is this, I, I was discouraged at first. They, there's this thing called the index of aggregate hours worked. So it's like no matter how many jobs are in the market, if jobs are going up, jobs are going down, how many hours are being worked? And you saw this decrease in January to 115.2. It was 115.6 in December. But I think that's just a little bit of seasonality noise. I think if, you know, you know, my, my wife was up in Ohio last month. 
there were some really bad winter storms. And so it's easy to see people going, hey, we're going to cut a few restaurant shifts here and there. We're going to shut down when it's unsafe to get to work. We're going to do these things. So I don't think that's going to be a long range issue in terms of hours worked. I think those jobs added were real. I think the hours were needed. And I think we'll see that bounce back when you see some of the real um, seasonality of that thing. Whatever was happening last month, wash out. I think you'll see the hours come back. You know, it's interesting you mentioned your wife being up in Ohio, and you kind of expect that in January or in the winter because of weather. But we had it, we're in Southeast Texas. I'm in Houston. We were shut down for two days at least uh, a couple weeks ago because of uh, freezes. And then not long after that, we had really heavy rains. And so that, I don't think that was just up north. Like that was kind of across the board. Yeah. We had weather making an impact. And that might be where you're seeing such a big shift. And, that, and it, you know, in a lot of our large scale industries that are, you know, large employers, you shut down manufacturing for just a couple hours here and there. You're going to see that index shift. So, yeah, if it reached down to Texas, but you know it was really pervasive in the northern states. So that might be what we're seeing there. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, anecdotally, we always see there's kind of this dead zone, like right before Christmas until after the new years. And you can usually kind of tell this general sentiment. If people take a lot of time off companies shut down, that usually means things are going well They're They have a, you know, not only now, but they're having a positive forecast because they're letting people take off. They're shutting the offices down. Um, and usually it's like a week or so that you see that. And then, then, you know, our clients start sending new jobs again, interviews kick back up. We had like a three week dead zone. It, it was like nobody was working the week before Christmas, between the holidays or the week after New Year's. And then like the second or third week of January, like things ratcheted back up and got really busy again. And now we're seeing this this uh, spike in order activity and, and um, a lot of new jobs being filled again. So it kind of goes against this report from an anecdotal standpoint. Like we we saw these few weeks where not a lot was happening. Um, but again, I kind of view that I don't love it for our billing for those few weeks, but, uh, it's a good thing because <laughs> yeah, it means good. people are taken off though. So like that's positive because there's a positive sentiment. And so you kind of know like that, that's good. You know, if they weren't, people don't take off when the economy's not good. That's they don't right. Shut the office down. They don't, uh, they, they just don't like, if you go back to years before when we were around recession or when there was a really negative sentiment just offices weren't being shut down. People weren't taking off. And so I kind of looked at that as, as a, as a really good thing. And, and especially seeing by week, you know, two, three, four of January, things like, like picking up pretty aggressively. Yeah. Well, and to that point with sentiment, I think, and I might go on for a second here, but I, I was really encouraged by a couple surveys that come out. And we've talked a bit about this before the conference board. And we talk about the health of the the American worker. And, and, you know, when we think about the future prospects of the economy, Mark Zandi says this, you know, a recession is just a loss of confidence and sentiment can buoy that. And so I was looking at the conference board surveys and the University of Michigan survey of consumers. And so I'll run through some of the data we saw in there uh, in January. So the conference board, the consumer confidence survey, this index is back to 1985 at a hundred, but in January it was 114.8 and that was up from 108 in December. So that was really encouraging. It was the third straight month of increases that we saw. They also look at the present situation index. So that's people saying, Hey, the current business and labor market, how they're feeling about it. 
In January, that was 161.3. In December, it was 147.2. So that was up 9.6% over the month. And then they also have this expectations index. So it's the short-term outlook, how consumers are feeling. And that was 83.8 in January. That was up from 81.9 in December. So inside the confidence board, you saw these across the board increases in this consumer confidence in what's going on in present situations and short-term expectations and just how they feel about themselves. And that was kind of mirrored over in the University of Michigan survey of consumers. The index of consumer sentiment in January was 79. That was up from 69.7 in December. And back in January of 23, it was 64.9. So the consumers there are feeling a lot more confident in what's going on. Their current economic condition sentiment in January was 81.9. December, it was 73.3. And then when you look back in January of 2023, it was 68.5. And then I'll land here. The index of consumer expectations in January was 77.1. In December, it was 67.4. And then again, looking back to January 2023 was 62.6. So as we think about, to your point, sentiment and what we're seeing in our future orders, if if the consumer is 70% of GDP and we're looking at maybe a healthy spring break season, a healthy summer travel season, that's going to bode well for oil and gas. It's going to bode well for tourism, hospitality, recreation, all the things that are happening on there. And, and people are going to be buying. I don't think that what we're seeing right now, this spike that you just talked about is going to be short term. I think we're going to see it leveling and be really strong coming into 2024. Just to recap everything you said there, all those different um, statistics from the University of Michigan survey. Every single one of them, all signs are pointing green. Everything's a go, right? I mean, there's everything's there's good. Nothing. Yeah, everything's good. And, and and I would say the only thing that you want to look at the present situation index isn't back to pre-pandemic, but it's well above pre-Great Recession. So when you think of how well the economy was growing right before the housing crisis, people were feeling good. They're feeling better now than they were right before the Great Recession. Not quite as they were good as they were right before the pandemic. But man, I'll tell you what, if you go back to 2006, 2007, how well housing was doing, how well the economy was doing, how well we were feeling then, they're feeling better today than they were then. And again, when it goes into consumer sentiment, what's happening in the economy, and when we're looking at with our clientele, how we're placing jobs and the orders that are coming in, you don't want to say it's going to not happen, but man, it it feels like this isn't just a short term thing. That's a one or two month blip in the orders we have coming in. That that's going to sustain us through at least through the early part of 2024, if not during the entire calendar year. Yeah, it's it's hard not to be really optimistic, and we got to be always cautiously optimistic. But it's it's hard just because there's not a crack in in this report. Like there's there's no current data that's not positive. So, yeah, well, well that's a good and, and and not to not to take over too much time here, but one of the things that was also really interesting that we're starting to see a shift in. So average hourly earnings in January went up to thirty four fifty five an hour, up from thirty four thirty six an hour. So that was a nineteen cent increase. And one of the things, the positive trend that we're really starting to see is earnings gains are now outpacing inflation gains. So the strength of purchasing power for the consumer is staying strong. And that's probably helping some of this confidence. I mean, we were really beat hard there for a while with the the growing cost of things outpacing wage growth. And 
it was a big jump in January. And some of that might be the annual raises that come through in companies that really kick in in January. You could see this broad based growth, but it's really encouraging to see that stuff. And I think that'll bode well for what we're seeing in the future. I can't help but notice that you brought up spring break and we're like five weeks away from spring break. So yeah. that's also exciting. <laughs> it's super exciting. <laughs>